Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, 16 December 2022. Our bit today comes from Romans 8 35a, which asks, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then it was Friday, but I don't know how many of us sincerely trumpeted the mantra, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. That's because we eventually got the snow that was forecasted yesterday, which turned back to rain in the evening. And then everything froze up overnight, so that this morning, ice is more the problem than snow. And to make matters even worse, a thin layer of fog is also hovering over my area. So the driving conditions must have been somewhat difficult and dangerous. Even the walking conditions with ice all around. But that's all a part of living in the northern wintry climes. And even if you don't like it, you handle it like the stalwart child of God that you are. Yes, friends, with God's omnipotent help, we are indeed able to handle anything that comes against us. Let's remember these ever true and encouraging words of Scripture as we go out to do the Lord's bidding today. From the pen of Paul to the church at Rome, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, not things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that comes from Romans 8, 36 to 39. Oh, my people, what a powerful and encouraging bit of scripture. It's something we ought to hold on to for dear life. And if you don't believe me, then please listen carefully to the scholars who say, we cannot be separated from God's love because it is set forth in a person who is God himself. That's Jesus Christ, our Savior. God's desire to redeem believers cannot be frustrated because he is infinitely greater than any potential enemy. His plan will be realized because it is his purpose. And they reference verse 28 there. Wow! Look at it now, people. If we are under God's domain, no one can take us away. Since he's the most powerful being in the universe. And per the scholars reference of verse 28, let's refresh our memories about just what it says now. And it says, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Yes, friends, that's what Romans 8.28 says. 
And you know, it's just more rich and true assurance that regardless of our problems, those who sincerely love the Lord and are obedient to his will will eventually end up on the good side of the ledger because that's his acknowledged purpose and no one or nothing can thwart God's purpose. That's a fact. But listen here, Donor, we can only appreciate that fact if we truly love and reverence the Lord. That means we have to dig down deep and raise up the faith that's planted within us. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to grow the seeds of its fruit planted in us. We are talking about fruit like love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, meekness, faithfulness, and self-control. Now, it's certainly a big task to grow all those different fruit of the Spirit, especially at the same time. But it can be done if we follow the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit, the Divine Gardener. Our friends, I do hope that we are taking the word of the Lord seriously and doing our best to live for Christ because that's the only way we'll ever be able to have joy and peace on this earth and then enjoy eternal life with Christ when our earthly days are over. For, as we keep, keep saying, the only other option available is hellfire and damnation with Satan. I don't know about you, no? but I won't even consider the thought of such a horrible end, much less walk towards it. And there is so much scripture warning us of that disastrous end that we ought to take it seriously. Remember what Moses said to the Israelites? I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. And that comes from Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. And please, please, let's take these poignant and also true words of Jesus to heart. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And we all know that comes from John 3, 16 to 17. <coughs> Excuse me a moment. Throat gotten dry on me. <clears throat> yes, my fellow saints. <coughs> Brother. <clears throat> so yes, my fellow saints, you think the creator of the universe would have sent his son to earth to die on our behalf if the end times won't be hellish and damnable? Of course not. But he did. That means the end won't be pleasant for those who don't believe in the Son of God. And I can't say it any clearer than that. And if you're still not sure, then it's still wise to hedge your bets and believe. If it turns out to be not true, then you haven't lost anything. You had an interesting life anyway. 
But if it turns out to be true, uh, then you'll be sailing on the good ship of Jesus all the way to heaven and eternal life. Oh, friends, you simply can't lose if you believe in Christ. Now, let's go to the throne of God in prayer through our Friday chant and seek his divine help for our earthly problems. All together now, oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the confusion and anxiety caused by the pandemic and our many other serious problems. We can't fix them on our own, Lord. So we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly without further serious setbacks. And please, please help those of us who must go out to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to return backsliders to your fold, show them the error of the ways. And please introduce a new flock of believers also, those who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the bubbling discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, friends, if we want to receive positive answers from heaven, then we need to keep our promises and do our part in the partnership with God. Much love. And the postscript for today says, What more do we need to truly believe in Jesus? Eh? What more? And that's a good question, friends. I don't know what else we need to have to believe in Jesus. Lord sent his son to die for us, to set us free from sin, to give us eternal life when we believe in him. But we still refuse to do it. We're still falling for the foolishness of Satan and his evil world. But there's a price to pay. If we don't believe, we'll end up in the lake of fire with Satan. So that's it. Hopefully now, all of us will get sense and get out there, believe in Christ and live for him. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.